decided I'm gonna offer a competitor to McDonald's and was like I'm gonna put up burgers for the same price but they're gonna be they're probably gonna go out of business they'll probably go out of business I mean, isn't that what Burger King is? yeah but Burger King isn't good Burger King I mean Burger King isn't like great they put ketchup on the burgers dude yeah, it should come. Nothing, no burger should come with ketchup. Like that's, that's yeah. That yeah, I shouldn't have to tell you if you don't put the ketchup on this. Yeah, that the burgers themselves aren't that bad. That they're not, bad. They're better than McDonald's though. Like, and they do grill them. Yeah, so they have that smoke flavor. They have that smoke, but Burger King kind of fell off when they fucked with their fries. I think everyone fucked with their fries because of that trans fat thing. Like, that, yeah, like, nah, like, but they fucked, fucked with like the flavor and the texture of their fries. Oh, they did that too. You don't remember that? I remember they had like. Um, I don't. I don't eat that enough to like remember when they did that. But I, I remember because I used to eat there all the time in high school. That, 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 I remember they had those like crinkle cut things. Nah, man, they fuck with their fries, and people were like, "Nah, fam, you know, fuck uh. with you don't want." Coming to you live from Ed's living room. You're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Well, here we are, back again. As if there was any doubt. We would come to you any other day, but Monday. Right. Stay in our take. Welcome back. Good to be back, man. Before up? before we before we go in, can we talk about like that story that you posted? Like, I was kind of offended that you put that me up with Dennis Rodman. I was like, what was that about? <laughs> that what wasn't was even me. That, that was about? Pop Sugar, man. I don't care. Like that, they didn't even give me like Detroit Dennis Rodman or San Antonio. They they gave me like the um. Ambassador to North Korea, Dennis Rodman. That was fucked up, though. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. But to your defense, it was only like a 17% match. But even still, I like, don't even put that up there. That's but you weird. got even a high, higher than Kenny Smith, you got Scotty Pippen. That was weird. That I've was never weird. gotten Scotty Pippen in my life. I've never expected that. Either. I've never gotten that either. I've never gotten that in my life. I was like, Scotty Pippen? Nah. That's, 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 that's never. Like, I like the, the nose. Like, that's right up, right up top. Like, yeah. Different. Yeah, he's right off top. He's got yeah. one of those Mount Rushmore pointy noses. Yeah, like it's right off top. You just know that's, you know that is. Either way, you should probably keep Amanda away from future. <laughs> just in case. I, I, I think I'm safe. Well, I didn't mean to offend you, but I thought it was very I, funny. It's just Robin's like visually offensive though. Like he really is, though, isn't he? He is now. I yeah, think he maybe is back now, in the like, day. Yeah, was, back in the day, he was just like I'm saying. Like if I got if like they when me, he played from Detroit, if they gave me Detroit Robin, I wouldn't even trip. I'd be yeah. okay. Uh, I don't like I don't see it, but whatever. Yeah. Like even if I would even take a San Antonio, like that's weird, but fine. Mm-hmm. But they gave me like Bassett, North Korea. I was like, damn, y'all six really... weeks ago, Rodman. Right. Like y'all can't do that to me. That was fucked up. That was kind of fucked up, Doug. But whatever, man. Brought you back down. Kept your ego in check. I guess it did. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was that was harsh. I was like, damn, Dennis Rodman. I was like, okay. I don't see it, but whatever. Yeah. That's weird. Do you want to tell the people where you went? I went to New Orleans. Hey, how was your time back in the NOLA? It's always great there, man. Like, I really, because I, I didn't go, there wasn't anything going on. And then the, the Saints just lost, which I was very sad about. But, and it's weird because I was like, uh, I saw I saw the play on like multiple like sports outlets. And I was like, damn, so we just not calling shit now. That's, mm-hmm. that's, cool. that's what's up. When people have conspiracy theories about like sports, I'm always on the side of like the organization because it's like, I know the people that I know people that play professional sports and they're athletes that put in like all kinds of sacrifice into their craft. 
So the fact that they can do all that and say, oh, it's fixed, it's like, it's weird to me. Mm-hmm. But these kind of things don't help my argument at all. <laughs> Especially when you consider who won the game. Right. I was like, damn. That just really... But whatever. That's another thing. That's, that's, that's a whole other point. But I was like, it didn't like taint my time anymore. I just felt like I can go somewhere. If there was something that was like, you can go somewhere and say, who that? And like start a riot at a, at, a, at night. And, and that's fun. Yeah. But, so I couldn't do it this time. They took that from me. But, you know, I still had a good time there. Like, what do you guys do? Well, what were you there for? I was there to celebrate Amanda's birthday. It was part of her like week long celebration of her birthday. Talk about that real quick. Yeah, because she went. I think she went um, the week before she left. I went to Mexico for the week before her birthday. She went, yeah, to, she went to Mexico. Mexico. She went to Mexico for that weekend before her birthday. For a whole week. Not for a whole week. It was actually yeah. It was wait. It was a whole week because. It was like it was like a half a week at least. It was a long, it was a while. She was there though. Okay. I don't think it was a whole week though because she left like on that Friday. No, that Saturday. Stuff on the Saturday and came back like that when the next the following Wednesday. Mm, that's a good uh, amount yeah. Of time. No, it's a good amount of time. It's not a week, but yeah, no, it's not a close enough. Mm, okay, yeah. But then you guys went to New Orleans. Yeah, they went to New Orleans. Then we she came back Thursday. And we flew back. We flew to New Orleans on Friday. On Friday, we were there. We were there Saturday. No, we were there. Oh, actually, she came back Wednesday, and we flew out Thursday. You flew out to New, yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, we flew out Thursday. How long was that flight? Like it was like an hour. Minutes. It was like an hour. Yeah, like, like it's <laughs> like it's so well. Like, we should have drove, but then after you fly, I was like, damn, that was cool. It was like no, an hour. Yeah, that that drive lasts forever. It's like seven hours. It's a really drive. long drive. Yeah. So like we usually drove. Like this is our first time ever flying there. Yeah. So you drive there, but I was like, damn, we're not this again because this is pretty nice just to be like, I, I, cause I, cause I was dog tired on the mm-hmm. flight because I worked night shit the night before. So I got off like at two and I flew out like, and our flight was like at six or something or seven. So I really didn't sleep that much when I got home. I just got, I, just, I had my pack, I had my backpack already. So I just got in my bag as I came home, like, got made sure I've got anything in order. And then like, I probably like sleep for like, stuff like an hour or something like that. Then, Called a um called a lift and went to the airport. Nice. So like, and I was in the so I slept for like, it felt like I blinked. <laughs> I was like, wait, how long have I been out? She was like, oh, about thirty minutes. I was like, so or then like, yeah, we're we're descending now. I was like, oh, time travel. Uh, yeah, basically, that's what it felt like. It was like, oh, cool. Shit. Yeah. All right. So you guys went to Bourbon Street, of course, drunkest place in the world. People watch this Paradise also. Great for people watching. Man, like you know you. You, whenever he's ever like on Sixth Street and um or Bourbon Street, I always see this happening too. Where like there's a guy with his girl who probably outweighs him, and she's drunk. The girl outweighs the guy. Yeah, she's drunk. And she's drunk, and you see them like wobbling down the street. I'm like, that's gonna be a long night for that man. Yeah. Like, yeah. hopefully they live on the first floor. I hope so. Like I hope so yeah. because I, I saw that like two or three times that night. On Bourbon Street, just that 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 drunk back and that drunk side to side wobble. It's like they're it's like almost like they're like walking away from someone shooting at them. And it's like don't no straight lines. Just it's like an obstacle course too, because in the gutter on Bourbon Street, it's just a flowing river of fluids. Oh, yeah, it's not rainwater. I don't either. know what the fuck that is either. And that's how you know that people are just fucked up because like you also see people just out in the gutter sometimes. Yeah, they just be out face first in the gutter. 
and and just all just getting washed away. And the thing is that there's no one around them, which is weird because like I always like someone just laid out. It's not like they're just like a hobo laid out. Like they have like it's like you look like they plan to go out that night, and they'll have things that they went out that night. But instead, it'll just be just they just be like laid out somewhere. The Turk shirts are untucked. They didn't make it. They didn't make it. They basically didn't make it. But the thing is, like, there's no friends around them. I'm like, wait, where is your people? Like, where's your people at? Because you just come up by yourself? I'm always wondering that question because they're always just stuck there by themselves, like, in the gutter. And I'm like, damn, that's that's rough, dog. New Orleans is undefeated. Yeah, it really is, dog. It's, it's like 7,000 and oh. Yeah. No, like, you. But the thing is, like, you can just, they, it, drinking isn't, it's, like, encouraged more so than any other place. Yeah. I feel like, because you just. They just let you leave your, the bars and with that, drinks. And jello and shots, hand grenades, hurricanes. When we went for um, Chad's uh, bachelor party. That was a good time. I was put on to the, the it's called the, the Holy Trinity. Oh. Do you know what this is? No. Well, I, I might, but. It's like you have to drink a hand grenade. Oh, yeah, wait. Is it a hurricane? A hurricane. A hand grenade. And what's the third one? And something. I don't know because no one ever does it. <laughs> I actually did it the first time I went, though. Did you really? Yeah. I was pretty fucked up. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, what forgot, the third the, one I forgot the third one was. Though. I know it was a hurricane, a hand grenade. Fuck. Y'all got, y'all got to help me out with that. Yeah. If you know what it is. Because I, I think cause I remember having it. I remember it was like this. Amanda's going to remember it. She's going to tell me later. In your younger days when you were invincible. Yeah. Even then, and even then, it got me. Like I said, sure I made it, but like, yeah, it was. I was fucked up. But you always see all kinds of weird shit. Weird shit. Like I saw like a dog, and like um, I, I saw somebody prop their dog up for like uh, donations in like a stroller. Ew. Yeah, like they had their dog in a stroller, and they had to sign the dog like paws, like give me a dollar or whatever. I guess it's more effective. Um, I guess it's more effective than the guy doing. People have dogs anyway. I guess. I mean, I was like, eh, I guess, I guess you gotta be some, you gotta do something different. Sure. And they actually had some dollars in there. So I'm like, this has to work for someone. I saw a guy like, um, Snapchatting with his gun, um, over his, like, um, yeah, like he, I think he had a Maserati. And he, I, I, and we drove by and I saw him like getting that, trying to get the angle right of his gun. He wanted to get the gun and the car in the same shot. Oh, so boy. he was trying to do that. He was like doing like that fucking thing or like, you know, if you see, you know, you see, He's trying to get an ankle. Yeah, it was that, but he had a gun in his hand. And oh like, boy, he had a gun in the other hand. So, how many times have we seen that happen and poorly? Um, I feel like it's more routine there, though. People, people just people are just strapped up. Residents of New Orleans are masters at the gun snap. They're just strapped, so it happens a lot more. I'm sure. I'm sure there've been some some fails. Oh yeah, but I mean, they just have more experience with it. Interesting, interesting uh, stereotype you have there. I mean, you call it if you want to. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say that it is. I'm not going to say that it isn't. I mean, I, I just make that up off the top of my head. So how many times have you been to New Orleans total, and where does this trip rank amongst them? This, I've, this is probably like my fifth time going, mm-hmm. and I would say it's probably like number four, maybe. Wow, that low on the list. Because I never had a bad time there, so it's hard to like rank them. Like, Oh, them. interesting. I've never had a bad time there. Like I can't say like, oh, this ship. Just, I can't say that oh, this ship sucked because I don't have that experience from New Orleans. I'll probably never go back. Why? Because I just like it's not for me. Like it's not that kind of city for I me. I mean, like, like if I go, it'll have to be on some non-party, non-drunk shit. Like it would be to, um, you know, experience the the history and like the spookiness of New Orleans because it's a very scary city. I mean, if you could do that. You could do that too while partying. Mm, I like, guess the weird thing. But like, I don't party. And that's a, uh, well. 
it's a party city, but same time, it's just also it's just it's so so drip it's so so it's like dripping with like just culture. I know that's why and, I would want to go, but I wouldn't want to hold anyone back from you know experiencing the whole like, trinity or anything like that. Because well, like I think because like the next day we went out, but we didn't go to Bremersfield. Like her like her sister, no, not her sister, her cousin lives there, and her cousins always tell us where to go. We went to this. I think it was like it wasn't on Bremersfield. It was like off Canal though, and we went to this bar. And they had like a brass band in there, like it was yeah. See, that's like cool. Brass band and everything like that. So we did that for a while. We got a drink in there. Listen to the brass band. They were great. You did what in there? Listen to the brass band. No, no, no. What else did you do? Get a drink. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, but like, you, you you can you can cut the drink out. They'll still they'll still get a brass band. Though. I can go get pancakes. Pancakes were right there. Yeah. Why not? Do they have pancakes? I don't know. They may have something to eat. I don't know. This is what I'm talking about. This is the information that I need to know. So I they, don't, they, they have, I don't particularly care if they can get served drinks. I want to know if they have pancakes. They may not have pancakes. Pancakes, Ed. I mean, I have pancakes, but I'm saying like you can get it. You can get food there. I don't know. I don't, probably not pancakes, but I mean, you could get some food there and just listen to the brass band. Then we went right across the street where there was like, like, like the, it was a club. Like this DJ, she was bumping. Like, I saw this dude like the the largest joint I've ever seen in my entire life. It's in the daytime. It's at night. Oh, okay. But like, yeah. But those, I like that's like right across the street. Yeah. So like that's like how, and there are other things on the street also. It's just like you can go and just find whatever you're into. Like the that's New like, Orleans in a in a nutshell. Yeah, much. basically like, like you, you have the culture on one side of the street, and then you have complete debauchery on the other side. But same thing, like it's you can buy, it's like a ping pong. You can go like yeah. up down the street and just get everything. Like get this, I heard her country come out of one spot. Nice. Like yeah, so I yeah. mean, if that's your thing, then you, it's there for you. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Before we go any further, I got to give a huge shout out to our buddy, Ryan. You know Ryan, right? Yeah. Ryan, I didn't tell you this, but Ryan donated a state-of-the-art computer for us to edit on. Word? It's at my house. I mean, it's cool. We can keep it there. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a tower. It's not like a laptop. That's fine. He built it. Oh, wow. Um, wow, that's crazy. And he got a new one, so he gave us this new one. So now there's no excuse for me not to... I mean, I could bring it here, but I don't have a monitor. We'd have to hook it nah, up to No, that's fine. No, that's... You keep it there. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Okay. I'm not going to fight you on that. I was going to say, like, I don't know what else you would do with it. I'm not going to fight you on that. Other you, than it would just sit in the corner. You got it, dog. It's cool. Okay. I'm not tripping. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, we have that. Also, uh, I want to give a thanks to Adam Grant. You don't know what I have in store, so you'll have to listen to the episode like everybody else. But I want to thank Adam Grant for his his contribution to making this podcast a little bit better. The thing is, is like you came here telling me that you know, I was going to find out what this is. I still don't find out what it is. Well, you got to wait. That's it's so a surprise. Fucked. It's a surprise. But you told me I, was going to, I thought I was going to find out today. Oh, you don't know what a surprise is. You said the surprise. surprise I thought you, when you said a surprise, I thought you were going to show me those surprises today. No, 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 no. no. Fine. But I see. Like I think it'll be dope. Like you, you. You hear it for the first time. Yeah, like, it's cool. Oh. I just I just don't want to wait. But that's fine. I, I'll wait. No, it was worth baby. it. It's oh. fine. Whatever. Oh, whatever. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, trust me, man. It's good. It's gonna All be right. good. You're gonna enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, thank you to Ryan. Thank you to Adam. And thank you to you for listening. Yeah. Because <laughs> without you, we'd just be talking in space. Which is yeah, what we did anyway. And now we just do it with an audience. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so we got to talk about Jesse Smollett. Smollett? 
Small, I don't know how you say his last name, but uh, you know what we're talking about, though. You know who we're talking about. We're talking about the uh, actor from the show Empire. He's a singer. He's an actor. He was attacked reportedly out in uh, Chicago er- earlier this week, and um, according to him, the assault took place around two a.m. on Tuesday morning by two guys who were shouting racial and homophobic homophobic slurs at him all the while um, screaming that this was MAGA country. Now, that news broke, and immediately the internet did what the internet does, which is show support for Jesse and for the rest of his community, but also started to question the validity of his story. They were, um, consp- I don't want to say conspiracies. I don't. I think that's a little bit too heavy-handed to what they call them. But there were there were people out there that questioned whether or not a he was actually beaten by two Trump supporters, and whether or not this actually happened the way that he said it happened. So I think it was on what was today yesterday, Friday. He finally issued a statement. He says, quote, let me start by saying that I'm okay. My body is strong, but my soul is stronger. More importantly, I want to say thank you. The outpouring of love and support from my village has meant more than I will ever be able to put into words. I am working with authorities and have been 100% factual and consistent on every level. Despite my frustrations and deep concern with certain inaccuracies and misrepresentations that have been spread, I still believe that justice will be served. As my family stated, these types of cowardly attacks are happening to my sisters, brothers, and non-gender conforming siblings daily. I am not and should not be looked upon as an isolated incident. We will talk soon and I will address all details of this horrific incident, but I need a moment to process. Most importantly, during times of trauma, grief, and pain, there is still responsibility to lead with love. It's all I know, and that can't be kicked out of me. So yeah, Ed, state your take. The thing about um, it being like staged, I think that's just like if it was, then it was. But the thing is, is that we've we've seen crimes worse than this already happened. Yeah, I mean to say that it was staged or to say that this was um a setup is, I I I think it's more far fetched to think that than it is to think that something like this actually happened. Exactly, that's the weird thing is like people are acting like um. Like, like, this is just the crazy thing you ever heard happening in terms of, like, hate crimes to people. Right. Like, we don't see this kind of thing often. Right. So, it just, it just because it happens to him. And I guess people have the theories about the weather and everything like that. But, I mean, hate, when does hate make sense? Right. And so, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's making it up or not. I just, I just can't act like this is the worst thing I've ever heard happen. So, if it's, even if it is staged, it's like, there are worse things happening to people all the time. What about the the uh, their counter argument saying that it there's no video evidence of this so far, like this happened in Chicago. There's security cameras and traffic cameras everywhere, yet they haven't been able to pull any footage. I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know. I just I, I'm not like I'm not, I'm not here to refute anyone's like um, theory on if it was um, staged or not because I I don't know. I wasn't there. 
Um, I can't say for a fact that it was or, or that it happened or didn't happen. All I'm saying is that I know for a fact that there have been crimes I've heard that are worse than this one. So if it was staged and a publicity stunt, it's just weird. But I mean, I don't think that this issue that doesn't make the issue any less important. Like these things do happen, you know? So that's why I'm just like, if it was staged, if it, I, I'm just waiting to hear about that, if it was staged or not. But I don't think people should act like, oh, this is fake. This never happens. A lot of people taking issue with the police um, calling it a possible hate crime. Possible being the operative word there saying that, oh, if somebody tries to put a noose around your neck, or not tries to, puts a noose around your neck, pours bleach on you, and shouts homophobic and racial slurs at you, there's really nothing possible about that. Like, that is specifically a hate crime. Like, you are being attacked for what you are and not what you did. Yeah, I don't know if they use the words possible. I, I guess I would... Is it possible to like, if the crime happened, or is it possible that, like, if the crime happened, is it is it a possible hate crime? It's like, no, it's a hate crime. Like, by definition, if you want to have the hate crime law, then you need to know that this is a textbook hate crime. Yeah, I don't know how you call it possible. I don't know either. Biggest thing for me, though, is that the Chicago PD has been under some scrutiny as of late, we'll say that, to put it lightly, to put it a dusting of lightly. Yeah, um, slight dusting. I mean, they essentially hid and destroyed evidence in regards to a shooting of an unarmed man by the police. Damn. And so people are, you know, calling for the Chicago PD to be a little bit more transparent with their investigation. Right. Which I don't think is that unfair to say. No. When you have this precedent put in front of you, that you you are doing what you can to hide someone's guilt, one of your own, you know, Maybe you're not putting the correct amount of effort into this investigation. Yeah. Because it's so high profile. Well, yeah. I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's crazy for people to call for. Yeah. I think that, I think that, um, I think that more facts need to come out about the story before anyone can make their mind up about it. But I just wouldn't, I, I just don't think it's, I think that people are getting too quick to dismiss the idea that this, that this happened. That, that that's the weird thing to me. I think that people are trying to latch on to like, oh, he made it up, as if like this stuff doesn't happen to be like this doesn't happen because it happens all the time. So I guess like I can understand someone's skepticism, but I don't see why I don't think that you should just dismiss it altogether. Because like, I think that's what people are doing now. They're just dismissing the idea that oh, he's fake. I'm more on the I'm more on that happened than it didn't because things like this happen all the time. Yeah. Well, we'll hope that this gets figured out soon. Yeah. It is weird to me that this happened on a Tuesday and it's now Saturday. And again, there hasn't been any sort of arrests or, or de- yeah, or even like developments. Developments. Yeah. It's like we're still just at zero. Yeah. It's weird. It's very strange. So, I mean, I'm sure more will come out. Yeah. Hey, speaking of police, our own lo- local law enforcement was involved in some shit this week. Crazy. Um, there was a shooting with. Two people at a supposed trap house on the, uh, what was this? I think it was on the north side? So I think it's the southeast. Southeast side? No, yeah. the southeast side. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Southeast. Um, Rogina Nichols and her husband, Dennis Tuttle, 
have been identified as the two suspects who were killed at the house in the 7800 block of Harding. Tuttle's sister says he grew up in the Houston area. He was a disabled veteran. Tuttle was married to Nicholas for 20 years. They, she also has a family in Texas. The Houston police chief said that the drug raid on the home stemmed from numerous complaints from neighbors. He said undercover officers had previously made two purchases of black tar heroin from drug dealers at the house. Armed with a search warrant, nine narcotics detectives backed up by at least six patrol officers surrounded the home just before 5 p.m. on Monday. That's, is that a weird time to do a bust like that? I mean, is, is there a weird time for a bust? I mean, I I was always under the impression they did them late at night. This is what this happened in the on middle TV. of the night when people are sleeping. They have it on that. This, they want. I think they want to do it when you don't know they're coming. So I think. I think. I think on TV is at night, but they, it's a rush hour. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen like a. I've seen a raid on um a, on an establishment by Laser Quest happen like at two and like two um, p.m. after. For Wait, real. they raided Laser Quest? Not Laser Quest itself, but there was like there was a gambling <laughs> spot next to us. Oh, they got raided. Like we were like we were because we were next door. We we could see out the window. They were just like, they were getting raided. What spot was it? It was some gambling spot. Like they don't have, it didn't have a name. Oh, that yeah, okay. The one like it was like right, next right door? next to it. Yes, like we 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 watched them get raided one morning. Like they were just like they were, they they just like pulled up and they had like they were like information and shit and damn yeah. So I'm saying like that shit. I guess it can happen at any time. Yeah, it can happen any time. It just struck that that struck me as as weird, but I don't know anything, so everything is weird to me. Um, after a 54-year-old officer, the lead investigator on the case, broke open the front door, a 33-year-old officer armed with a shotgun entered the residence and was immediately attacked by a pit bull. He said that the officer being attacked shot and killed the dog. It's like right out of a movie. Right. One of the suspects, Tuttle, charged from the back of the house firing a revolver at the officer, hitting him in the shoulder. He went down and fell on the sofa in the living room. Uh, a female suspect went towards the officer, reached over the officer, and started making a move for his shotgun. Another officer who entered the house was allegedly shot by Tuttle. After we had two officers down and another shot, the remaining officers started laying down cover fire. Left positions of cover themselves, I believe they heroically pulled their fellow officers out of harm's way. Um, this went badly, right? Yeah. This is not a good thing? No. When... Suspects are killed and officers are shot. Like this is not what you want to happen, right? No, this is this is completely uh, opposite of what happens in the movies. That's very heroic, right? When the officers bust in, a couple of them go down, but ultimately they end up getting the bad guys, right? And it's like flesh wounds. Yeah, it's just flesh or wounds. Like, yeah, it got me the vest. Yeah, they get treated at the ambulance afterwards, and yeah. then they make a joke, right? Yeah, this is not that. No, this is real life. Mm. Pretty scary, though. This shit got bad. Shit got really bad. Pretty scary. This happens. You know, I think sometimes we forget what kind of city this is. Like, it is a large city, and there's a lot of people here, and there's mm -hmm. some bad people that live here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we get caught up in our own bubble sometimes, but stories like this kind of re-bring you back to life and say, like, oh, no, like, stay alert. They're people out here. They are out here dealing black tar heroin. I think the the good interview neighbors as if they didn't even know or didn't realize that they were like, yep, they were like that. Did you see that video of the one girl getting shot by the other girl on the uh, security camera? Uh huh. She was setting up a garage sale, 
What? Yeah, this one lady was setting up a garage sale. Um, this other lady pulled up in a truck as she was setting up, approached her. I guess they had some sort of conversation, and then the one girl shot her like six times. Damn. Yeah, and then drove off. And then it was caught by one of the neighbors. I guess it had like a little nest cam or one of those outdoor security cams pointed, pointed towards the front yard. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What? It was crazy. Fuck. Yeah. And there was another one where the neighbors were like, yeah, they live like a very quiet life. Like, But it's, that's always what they say. It's always, oh, we never expected this from so-and-so. Or we didn't see this happening from them. Like, nobody's going to be outright you know yeah just forthcoming about their their fuckery right yeah like i never heard someone say like yeah that was crazy i'm sorry i'm sorry i just took this long to happen right <laughs> like, i've never heard that it never happens it's always the quiet ones like i never like oh, i never i would never had guessed that they did that like i wouldn't they always seem so nice they yeah. always said hello they, they just said hello though that's all they said though that's all they said to you was <laughs> hello. hello how do you what do you surmise from hello in Nothing. the morning like oh they seem like they're down to earth yeah they will never deal with black tie heroin oh, they're such sweet people how do you know i don't like that's, that's why that interview always like makes me laugh though, at the same time which is like oh they're always so nice like you don't even know them no dude the craziest interview i ever saw it's on YouTube. And I, I'm, I'm spitballing here because I don't remember who it was or what the girl's name was or anything like that. But this one girl was um, being stalked by her neighbor and he killed her, right? And then they interviewed him on the news. They were like, because she, she had been missing for a couple of days. And he's on the news talking to the reporter like, oh, yeah, just hope that they find her really fast and hope that, you know, she's okay, things like that. And then the news reporter drops a bomb on him like, oh, well, they found her body. And then the guy's whole demeanor changed. He was like, what? They found her? And like you see his face just go like, oh, shit, I fucked up. And, she, and the reporter's like, yeah, they found her body. They, they, they're they're going to be examining her or something like that. And he's like, I need to sit down. It's like, yo, you fucking killed her. Of course you know where the fucking body was, you fucking maniac. That's crazy. Dude, I'm telling you, people are sick. You gotta, we got to find that video later. I know. I got I to gotta I gotta find that video later because I, I got to see that. Um, so I, I posted about this the other day, and I know we didn't talk about this beforehand, but do you think that we're getting too close to making serial killers likable with all these documentaries and shows and stuff like that? I don't think it's more about making them likable, though. I think it's like I think that it's just fascinating people to explore something that they don't understand. But I don't think it makes them likable at all. No, not even a little bit. With no. making movies about Ted Bundy, casting Zach Zach Efron as Ted Bundy. I think that Zach Efron is just trying to like build his range as an actor. I'm not saying it's on him. I'm not yeah, saying it's on him. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying it's on like there's clearly a demand for these types of stories. Right. And there's so many to choose from. But in some ways, I feel as if we are putting them, these killers, on a particular kind of pedestal where we're like, wow, like, look at them. Like, look at what they did. And like, let's break them down as people and try to figure out how this happened. Like, we're giving them shine. And we're we're not really focusing too much on the victims or the victims' families or anything like that. Does that make sense? I hear what you're saying, but I think I think you may be missing the point though. Because I think I don't think it's that they're trying to give them shine. 
not not they're not doing it intentionally yeah but, but it is a byproduct of putting out right. all of these but i don't think it's that high profile shows i don't think that i don't think it gives them shine so much as it just says that like we have a we as people have a habit of making of like um compartmentalizing things and just making seem like oh if they're serial killers then they're just another type of breed of people i think when you see movies like this it shows you that these people can seem very normal to you but they may not be. I think that's the fascinating part of it because it's like, I think, because like you said, like you said, with the lady, with, with these people that were dealing with our heroin, you think they're, oh, they look normal. It's like, that's the, that's the theme of all these movies. They look normal. And they're just showing you like how they could look normal to you, but they may not be. I think it's just really like keep your guard up in a sense. I don't know if it really gives them shine so much. It's just like saying like, look, these are the, these are the portraits of people that did these horrible things. But if you will break down what happened in the in the in the events? It's like these people seem very normal, but had these things going on underneath underneath the surface. Yeah, it's a good point. Oh, I, I I don't know. I I just um. It I see. I can see. I can see my glorifying, but I mean, I don't think anyone. I, I I would hope that most people would not look at look in these things in like a in a light that says, "Oh, this is amazing." Yeah, but you know that some people do. Yeah, you know that there's some people out there that maybe already are on the edge of you know doing some bad shit Mm -hmm. and they think well if i do this maybe i can go down in history like if i really you know i mean like you know there's some people out there yeah but i think uh, but i think that if you have that kind of problem uh, if you think like that then this this movie's not gonna it's gonna it's not the one that made you that way like you're on this path anyway if you can see the thing these people do and say oh man that's and look at it an admiring light, then you're on that path already anyway, in my opinion. I don't think these movies are going to make you that. It's just like, you're already fucking demented anyway. Yeah, that's true. Alright, you talked me down. I'll concede. Hey, so the past couple of weeks, it may seem that I have been shitting on Houston a little bit. Yeah, I it, mean... It may seem that way. It was not... It was not Actually, what I was doing. There are there are there are a lot of Houston um, directed takes you had that were just seemed kind of like. Well, you know, I'm just I'm I'm fed up with certain things. That's it was like, he's like you're just. I feel like you should want the smoke. I don't want the smoke. I mean, I'll take the smoke, but I, I certainly don't want it. But anyway, I figured I would make it up to Houston and Houstonians by shitting on some other areas of the country, by um, by judging what they their residents have done. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. So we're going to talk about some other places and their fuckery. Sound good? Fine. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Like, uh, <laughs> Okay. Nebraska woman told police she competed with half-sister over who could sleep with her father first. How's that for a headline? I mean, How about that? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's funny you live when, like, the first word in that was Nebraska. Dateline! The Nebraska woman who has been charged with incest told a police officer that she wanted to have sex with her father because of a competition with her half-sister to see who could do it first. You ready for these numbers? Travis Fieldgrove, 39, and his 21-year-old daughter, Samantha Kirshner, do the math, how old was he when she was born, each has been charged with one count of incest in both Hall and Adams counties. Each still was being held in Friday, held Friday in the Hall County Jail. Field Grove on a 
$100,000 bail and Kirshner on a $20,000 bail. So it's more illegal to be the dad having sex with a daughter than it is to be the daughter having sex with the dad because he had a higher bail. Okay. I don't know if that's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know if, I don't even know if you can like, I'm surprised you, I'm surprised you there already because I'm, I haven't gotten there yet. So like, I'm still unpacking. Like, I'm still at the headline, honestly. I don't know. Go on. I'm not even there yet. About three years ago, Kirshner told police she told her mother she wanted to know who her father was and meet him. Her mother identified Fieldgrove as a father and arranged a meeting. Okay, so she didn't know her dad. She wanted to meet her dad. Then she met her dad and was like, oh, I like daddy. She was like, I'm going to call you daddy. Huh? And then, she, and then he was like, yeah, call me daddy. Ugh. By the way, we have to stop calling. We have to stop Ugh. using daddy in that sense. Oh. We have to stop. It oh. has to stop in 2019. Do not call me daddy. Do not ever call me daddy. I just, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure that I can eat later. But like, get get to this, please. Oh, you might want to throw up now because here comes the weird part. Oh, wait. Where, this is the weird part? <laughs> this is the weird part. Okay. Both declined to tell officers how the relationship turned sexual, but said they had sex on September 10th. You know, that romantic day, September 10th. Fieldgrove told officers that he didn't believe he was Kirshner's father because his name is not on her birth certificate. I mean, obviously, you know, you can't be the father of someone if your name isn't on the birth certificate. That's just how it works. Nebraska. Both agreed to provide DNA to authorities for a paternity test. Fieldgrove later claimed in a Facebook comment that the test revealed Kirshner was not his daughter. However, an affidavit says test results came back January 14th, showed the probability that Fieldgrove is Kirshner's father is 99.999%. Authorities also received a DNA swab from Kirshner's mother. Kirshner spoke to officers alone five days after the initial interview and tried to deny that they had sex with Fieldgrove, but later rec recanted the denial, the affidavit said. She also told officers that, quote, her motivation to have sex with her father stemmed from a jealous competition with her half-sister regarding who could have sex with her father, end quote. That's a, uh, that's a weird thing to bring up during uh, Thanksgiving. Like, hey. Think you could fuck dad before I do? Bet you can't. I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, I, if it, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying just, to think about. Wait, hang on, gather your thoughts first. Yeah, I'm trying to gather them all together <laughs> because like, this is a wild. It's ride. so much. Okay, I'm trying to imagine how mad Maury Povich is reading this story. Probably not much at all. What bothers me the I, most about this is their mugshots. She clearly does not look. I don't know. I don't know what she looks like. She doesn't look. But he looks. He's like, hey, you caught me. <laughs> he's got that look on his face, that smug look on his face. It's like, eh. What are you, you going to do? Not what am I going to say? No to a blowjob? From your daughter? Yes. That's exactly what you do. That should be what you do. That's exactly what you do. But because the thing is, like, there's a paternity thing in there, too. He's like, that's not my daughter. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that part, like, Maury's like, damn, I missed the boat. Because that would have been a crazy story. That would have been a nuts story. Yeah, like, I feel like Maury's like, damn. You are the father. Someone got fired. 
Like he's like getting that. Yeah, someone got fired. Probably an intern probably got yelled at or dumped coffee on. <laughs> I don't know. The camera guy from Mori is just like on route right now to try to follow them. Yeah, like he's run throughout the back. Oh, they're yeah, they're 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 chasing them down right now. I'm sure they gave them multiple calls. Like they're putting Nebraska up right now. Good to see that incest is still alive and well. It's not good to see that. Um, you know, it's it's one of those old tropes that we say like, oh, people in the South fuck their sisters and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, but do they really? Uh, yeah, they do. They do, man. They absolutely do. They absolutely do. See it's, it right here. These things happen. Yes. Is Nebraska considered the South though, or is that more? West? No, that's like Midwest actually. Midwest. That's Midwest. Right. That's right. Midwest. But even still, it's like just country folks doing country things. Yeah. So. God, like, like to have siblings is just, just like disgusts me. Nebraska is kind of just Alabama turned on the side, right? Like the shape of it. Like if you take Nebraska and just ro- like rotate it counterclockwise, ninety degrees, isn't it just Alabama? Just I mean, the same shape. Yeah, let's know. say yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So we can pretty much just say that Nebraska is the Alabama of the Midwest. I mean, you could say that a lot about a lot of places of Alabama, but whatever. I mean, but. That's yeah, except like Alabama, whatever. Honestly. All right, well, congratulations, Nebraska. You are the Alabama of the Midwest. I guess you're the Alabama of corn. I don't know, but what they have like they're, they're oh corn their huskers. Nah, yeah, I get they're, it. Corn's their thing. So. Uh, I don't think that works as well. It probably doesn't. No, I like Alabama of Midwest. <laughs> you ready for this one? Um, say no, yes. but say yes. it. Say no, yes. but let's yeah, you're ready. You're ready. All right. Oregon man, that's not Oregon. It's Oregon, right? Oregon man. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon man sentenced to prison for sexually assaulting a horse. Dateline, Hillsboro, Oregon. A man was sentenced to twenty months in prison, sexual assault of an animal, and unlawful use of a motor vehicle. The investigation started when Washington County Sheriff's Office learned that the stable owner had a horse in her barn that has been sexually assaulted. How in the world Bruh. do you figure that out? Bruh. Like, how do you... I don't even... I don't want to know. Oh, this mugshot. I don't want to know. Uh, I don't want to know how you found that out. Like, I don't know. How, I don't want to know how they even... Just... Oh, wait. Here we go. <laughs> she just got to read a little further. Oh, God. Like, wait. They tell you how to do I wish the women, The woman's daughter, a veterinarian, of course, because why wouldn't they be, right. conducted an examination of the horse and, quote, took samples of fluid found inside the animal, end quote. Kenneth Doyuk, Duck, Duck, whatever, Doyuk, I don't know how you say his last name. Mm. was identified as a suspect in the case and detectives found him at the area Walmart sleeping inside a stolen car. This is like all of this checks all the boxes. Duck admitted to going into a stable without permission and touching a horse's tail but denied any wrongdoing. Because that's all you want to do. You just want to touch that that long t- silky tail. That, air, that, that, t- that horse's hair is soft and smooth. What man, woman, or child could resist touching a horse's tail? Duck agreed to a DNA sample, which was a match to the fluid found inside the horse. Yikes. Yikes. In addition to the 20-month prison sentence, Duck must undergo two years post-prison supervision 
and complete sex offender and mental health treatment plans. Okay. Um, I had a question pop up in my head, and then like I just, and then like you ever had you ever asked a question in your head, and then like another voice is just like, "That's the dumbest shit you ever thought about." What was the question? The question was like, "Why do you use a condom?" I was like, "He's fucking a horse." And it's like, "Why do you?" <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, like he's thinking about using condoms. He's gonna go fuck a horse. That was my mind when I was just like. I was like, cause I was like, why do you use condoms? He's like, he's fucking a horse. First of all, Eric, they he's, probably don't make condoms that big. He's fucking a horse. I was like, fucking Edward. Like, why are you thinking? Like, uh, that was like the the voice came right there. Like, like, do you use condoms? Like, he's fucking a horse, dog. <laughs> why in the fuck are you thinking about? It? Like, he's fucking a horse. Like, why would that be? I gotta bring condoms to fuck this horse. I, I bet. Don't know. Ne- I bet next time he will. <laughs> cause I guess it's like, oh god, like, yeah. Oh boy, yeah, lots to unpack here. Um. I I don't I don't know exactly what kind of brain space you have to be in. None to see a horse as a sexually oh you're just off figure. You're way out there, man. You need therapy. But we all know that horses have huge dicks. We all know this, right? You need therapy. So I don't understand like why you would even want to go that far. For for, I mean I don't know, man. You need therapy. No, you need therapy. You need to see someone. Like, when is masturbation not enough? You need to see someone. You need to see someone. Like, that's what it is. You ever you ever hear about Mr. Hands? Who's that? You never heard about Mr. Hands? No. Mr. Hands is like internet like infamy. I missed that. You never heard about Mr. Hands? No. What is what is this? I really I don't, even know if I, I don't even know if I want to tell you. Cause I mean no, like this. I'm gonna ruin your day if I tell you. You're not, cause this is there's a there's a pervy on the internet. Mr. Hands was a guy who I think he worked for Boeing okay. up in Washington, and he was he died from getting fucked by a horse. Oh wow! And they filmed it, and they oh, put wow. it on the internet. Oh wow! And you can. There's another guy who was there who was basically like his, you know, sidekick or whatever. And Mr. Hands, they 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 call him Mr. Hands because that was the name that he went by on like these message boards where they would film and take photos of one another. Bestiality message board, like a whole gang of people were like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, you need help. But he got fucked by a horse and then the horse came inside of him and he had to get rushed to the hospital from like ruptured everything and he ended up dying due to complications that is how you went yeah my oh yeah wow but the video is online somewhere wow see Still, probably you like is therapy worse than that no you got yeah you, 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 you gotta see someone you gotta talk to somebody yo. that's not it's not normal i think they made a movie about it <laughs> i'm pretty sure they did so what genre is this movie Rom com. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, man, like that that happened, and that's like that was like one of the very first, um, sort of internet urban legends that you heard about. You're like, oh, did you hear about Mister Hands? And then you would read the whole story about it. I'm sure if you Google it, why would you? He's watch got his Wikipedia page. Well, why would you watch that though? Oh, oh, I don't. I didn't watch it. No, I'm saying like, why would anyone like? Uh, because people are curious, man. They want to see if people. I don't want to see someone get fucked up get by, fucked a by a horse. I don't want to see him get fucked up by the horse. By a horse, I do not. 
And like there's like if someone even came I want to know how like you know how like when people get um ear piercings and mm-hmm. they have like the long they look like golf tees the gauges the gauges in their ears yeah how long do you have to gauge your butthole to be able to fit a horse dick inside of it these are questions that should not have answers i don't think anyone should ever try to find that out i'm just curious i mean like you got to be committed to the game mm-hmm. in order to stick that pine cone or that uh traffic cone to have that thought since you're committed to the game, to even have that thought, like I'm on the gauge my butthole. Like these are questions that don't that don't need answered. Some questions need to be answered. That one doesn't. That one's one that you know, we we don't want to know. That's fine. That's we're okay without knowing. Well, either way, twenty months in jail for fucking a horse is really like, I, I feel like that's kind of lenient. Right? Twenty months in jail. Twenty months. Oh, it's not even two years. Definitely, definitely, like. God, that's so weird. You see his mugshot though? He's got a long neck. Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> he's got a long neck to his, go his, down. His, his mugshot, like, I'm just Yeah, he doesn't look like he even really knows what's going on. I feel like he's one of those guys like he probably did it. Oh, he <laughs> certainly did. He probably did it. Like he he's certainly like did. like you just go like as a detective, you just walk in, it's like, yeah, he he pre fucked that horse. Yeah, well. All right. Well, there you go, Oregon. You are the Alabama of the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> they really shit Alabama a lot right now. Hey, man. You know what? I don't think we have any listeners in Alabama, but if you do, sorry. Move. You can always move. Unless you're, like, unless you're playing football, then I understand why you're there. Yeah. Also, I actually did go to Birmingham, Alabama one time. How was Be- that? Beham. The ham. Uh, it was okay. It was fine. I went there with a, a couple of buddies from college. They went back to his hometown. Okay, but it was just like any other place. Okay, so so it's not that shitty. Like we're just we're just playing up stereotypes of Alabama. Yeah, we're just playing up stereotypes. Okay. Hey, we're just having a laugh. Hey, we're just taking the piss, mate. Or what? How do you say? Who says that? People in England. Oh wow. People, uh, the Alabama of the United Kingdom. <laughs> Do you have a uh, Estradamus for the week? No, I don't know if it's Estradamus per se. It's just like I was looking at I when fuck fuck Jerry started like catching fire again. Pun intended. E F Y R E. Right. When when like when people started like going on, I looked into what fuck Jerry actually was. And it really was just like a a, a page that just posted that regurgitated like memes. Yeah, and that's all he did. There's a video of them. Um, I guess I don't know what news outlet did it, but they did a profile piece on Fuck Jerry and the guy who started it. And they they were like, "Well, how do you do what you do?" And he's like, "I just go on here and I screenshot it and I just post it. That's and it. Then I, and then I post an ad like next to it. Profit. Millions of followers." How do you get that many followers off just posting memes and shit? I don't know. Because I never followed them, ever. And so, like, when, I, when people saw time, they were like, fuck, fuck jazz. Like, I don't even know. You know what I think what it is? Are. It's just like a cure. It's just like a curation, right? It's, it's like, you see all this type of stuff on Instagram all the time. It's like, I follow a lot of art pages. And what they'll do is that they'll just, you know, copy other people's artwork and put it on their page. And they're, they call themselves curators. But Sometimes they don't give credit back to the original artist. They're not a curator. That's not a curator. Yeah, you're just stealing shit. You're a thief. Yeah. Curators 
give credit to the artist. Right. So, but if you're profiting off of other people's jokes and you're not kicking back some of that money to the people whose jokes you're stealing. Yeah. Then you're a dickhead on top of being a thief. Right. I don't understand how you are able to amass. I think they said something around the lines of $70,000 a post. Crazy. Um, excuse me, sir. And crazy. You have their username right there. You have their at. Send them a DM. Be like, hey, I use your joke. Here's some money. It's really, and I don't, I don't see any reason why you can't do that. That's and I, that's just great. It's crazy though, because like I just didn't know they got this my this big off of um repost regurgitating memes and thievery. Yeah, it's bull. It's crazy. And now there is they're so big now that they just had this whole thing with the fire festival. They have and they can make their own documentary. And they come out looking sort of okay. It's so weird. They can just make it also the narrative of the shit. Right. That's crazy. Like, oh, we didn't know what was going on. Meanwhile, you have to have known what was going on. Because luckily they had the Hulu one that says like, yeah, they knew everything that was going on. Thankfully, they have that. Thank, shout out to Hulu for putting that out. Yeah. Because if we only had this one documentary, we might be, you know, saying, oh, fuck Jerry. They're actually like noble people. It's like, no, they're a bunch of dickheads. Yeah. Like, they just kind of like went through this. They just kind of went through it and just were like. Yeah, we know this. We know this should sound kind of fucked up. Because even, even me with my limited resources knew that that fire festival sounded kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like it, it seemed like wages off. So I'm sure that if you're getting employed by them to like put up images and then they're telling you they're they're instructing you to delete things, yeah, then you know something's off. You have to. Yeah, you got to figure that out. So, but I think it's wild they can even make their own documentary on it. Like they can write their own story on it. Like it just really alter the narrative of the story that they're largely um responsible for so how do we take down fuck jerry how do, how do how do we end this empire how do we shoot our load into the exhaust pipe of this death star <laughs> um i just never followed them because they're not that i just thought like i would see memes just like yeah like, i see other people post their stuff and just like i just scroll past i like following comedians though there's enough funny people on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, follow comedians can, though. You can follow them. Follow comedians. Like follow funny people. Follow creative people. Follow people that actually put effort into what they put out. Like some of these comedians are hilarious. Yes. Like that's their job. Chinadu. Chinadu is very funny. Yeah. Um. Actually, I started following Candace Hundred K. Um. He actually a, f- a friend of mine. I just started following him. He's oh, yeah? hilarious. What's his name? Candace. Canis? Uh-huh. Spell it. C-A-N-I-C-E. What's his at name? Canis 100K. C-A-N-I-C-E. 100K. I thought that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I follow, he's pretty funny too. All right. So Shout just, out to him. Follow, just follow some comedians out here, man. Yeah. Follow them if you want to get a laugh. Because the meme shit's like, I don't even get a full laugh at me. They just kind of, <laughs> and I just kind of like scroll past. So I'm not going to follow someone that just posts memes all the time. Yeah, some of the some of the memes are gonna be really funny. Like so, some of them are like they really hit the spot, but they come from people that are not curating or stealing them. Yeah, it's like the actual. Yeah, it's their shit. It's like their not, shit. Yeah, it's just like just follow them, and I don't know. Is that your answer, Thomas? Follow comedians? No, I'm not. It's not answer, Thomas. It's just like I just didn't understand that. Fuck Jerry got that big off following memes, like oh. off regurgitating me. I think it's worth it anyone can get that um big off regurgitating shit. Mm-hmm. so weird or just like posting or or propping up an image like i think it's weird that be, that we can get i think it's worth that we prop up people that just kind of like give 
images of things. And it's so strange to me. Are you saying that we, we give too many props to mediocrity? Not so much mediocrity, just the, just the things that we don't know that are tangible. That aren't we that we that appear nice but may not be nice. Right. Like it's weird to me that um like Drake. Mm. Like cheesecake. No. Uh, mediocrity is gonna be there because it's always gonna be middle ground. It's Can not we put together a, a a shit list, a state your take shit list. Cheesecake, Drake, fuck Jerry. How's I- that? I'm going to fuck Jerry, but I mean, Drake and cheesecake, I don't, I feel like, I feel oh, like. Oh, so now you like cheesecake. No, it's not about me liking cheesecake. I'm saying like, there's a space for mediocrity. Otherwise, like. Man, you ain't real. How do you mean you ain't real? Like, why is everything so. Because, I, man, like you were like, oh, I don't like cheesecake. And then now you're like, man, cheesecake has its place. I've no, never, I've never said, I, n- I never said I hated cheesecake on the record. I never said that. I just said. I'm but just, you didn't, you said you didn't like it. It's not that great. It's not that great, but good, it's, good, good. Now you agree. But with me. Things, put it on the list. No, here's the thing. Put it on the list. No, because the thing is, like, you give too much energy to things that are just average. Because I'm passionate. No, I'm because passionate, like you, I'm passionate. I say I'm that, a passionate man. I save the energy for things that actually do suck. Like I don't, like I don't, like I don't. All right, well, we need something else to put on the list other than no. Jerry. I, it's good. There are there are things that there are things I hear that suck all the time. I don't even um that people don't say, call out call out for sucking. Like I don't know why people don't hate the Cleveland Browns. They suck all the fucking time. Like they're not even trying to put out a good. No things like you feel sorry for them, but they should uh, be. I mean that's low hanging no, fruit. That's no, it's not. No, it's not, no, it's, no, it's not because we can always talk about the. They still make money, fam. Like that's my thing. It's like they make money and put out a shit all right, product all up, the time. Back up, from, back up from the mic. You're, you're popping it. You're I'm just popping saying. The mic. I'm just saying. Like, how is that low hanging fruit when they just? Because it's the Browns. No, Everybody knows people, the Browns suck. There are people out here that just give you shit and get paid off it. Like, no, why does no one hate the Knicks? No, oh, we can talk about the Knicks. We can talk about people don't hate them though. That's the thing. But they oh, people plenty of people hate the Knicks. Who? Uh, New Yorkers for one. That's about it. Because y'all <laughs> there, you can't see this shit all the time. That's but about who else it. would hate the Knicks? People that don't like people like people that are not a fan of people getting paid off putting out bullshit. Okay, fine. <sighs> the Knicks, Cleveland Browns, fuck Jerry, Cheesecake, and Drake. That's our shit list. That's not my you cheese the cheesecake. That's your this shit. is our show. You can have your list. Uh, I can have my list, okay, and then we can combine lists. That's my list. Then. It's like a Venn diagram. Uh, okay, that's fine. The Venn diagram. Oh, that's fine. I'll take a Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yeah, because you're because the cheesecake and drink, That's that's creating Aaron's circle. Yeah, and not so much in mine. That's right. fine. I'll, I'll take that. All no, right, I'll take the Venn diagram. Okay, cool. We so we have that. a we have a shit Venn diagram. Yeah, we have a yeah shit Venn diagram. Okay, got it. That's cool. Cool. All right. Well, we hit an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we did not hit an hour quite a bit because we had to cut some shit out, which thankfully we didn't put in because that story kind of came and went. That was, it was weird though, because like they made it seem like being like someone being bad towards someone makes it okay to be bad towards other people. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. I was like, every, there were, like there were no heroes in this whole thing. Like no. everyone was kind of like a dick yeah. on some level. Yeah. It was just a weird thing. Like the black Israelites are. Oh, by the way, we're talking about the, uh, the, the standoff at Washington D.C. between yeah. the, the MAGA kids and the uh, the MAGA kids and the, the Black Israelites and, and, the black and they, like everyone was kind of a dick. Like the Black Israelites, huge dicks, humongous, just horrible. Well, hang on, rephrase that. Yeah, that's, that's a pause. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how it happened. Nah. No, but they're just they're just they're, they're no they're they're very fucked up individuals. Yes. Yeah, like that. Like I think I saw them in um, Houston. Like they're they're on some corner. I was driving by, and they're just spewing. If you have any experience in any major city, you've You've most likely encountered. Yeah, they're just the worst. The fucking worst. But that whole story kind of was 
very quickly unraveled. Yeah, because like everyone's initially oh, reported. Like, oh, everyone sucks. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm actually kind of glad we didn't keep that in because Yeah, was, um, there were, everyone sucked. like there were no there were no heroes in that story. No, none at all. Okay, but yeah, so sorry if the last episode was too short, but you know, shit happens. Whatever. And Ed wasn't here to make up for it. So I was uh, I was in New Orleans. All right. Well, thank you. Um, thanks again to Ryan. Thanks again to Adam. Thanks again to you for listening. Rate, subscribe, review. Tell a friend. Please. <laughs>